Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where we're going to talk about English words that just nicely go together. In the English language, we sometimes will say one word and then there's another word that just naturally goes along with it. These aren't collocations. That's not what this lesson's about. This lesson is about things like hammer and nails or coffee and a donut. That's a very North American thing to say but these are words that when I'm speaking English, when I say one word, I almost always naturally in the same conversation use the other word at the same time. So, I think you'll enjoy this. You'll enjoy seeing how these words go together. And something interesting Jen and I noticed as we were brainstorming these words. We usually say them, most of these, in the order I will give them to you. If an English speaker says these two words in the opposite order, it sounds funny when I say it. It doesn't really sound like natural English. So, I'll try to make sure I highlight that as I go through as well. But once again, welcome to this English lesson where we're going to talk about words that go together. Things that uh, when we speak English, these things just naturally go together in the same sentence. Hammer and nails. So, when we talk about building things, often when we build something out of wood, we need a hammer But in order to attach two pieces of wood together, we need a nail and you use the hammer to hit the nail. You might have heard the English phrase to hit the nail on the head. That means that, you know, literally when you swing a hammer, you hit the nail right on the head but it also means that you got something completely right or you guessed um, something correctly. But when you say the word hammer, it's almost natural to say hammer and nails. I'm going to go get some ha- a hammer and some nails in order to uh, hammer these two boards together or to nail these two boards together. So, you can see in the picture, this person is holding up a hammer and they are holding up a nail. Two things that naturally go together when you're speaking English. Um when you buy furniture from Ikea, you don't need a hammer and nails to put it together. It's kind of nice but when you build something yourself, you sometimes need a hammer and nails in order to put things together. Family and friends. So, we often use these two words together when we're talking about the people you know. Someone will say, is it going to be a large party? No, just family and friends. Is it going to be um, a big event? No, I'm just inviting family and some friends. Um sometimes too when you start a business, your first customers will probably be family and friends. Uh, If you, let's say you bought a little cart and you were going to sell food as a street vendor, your first customers might be family and friends. They might know that you're starting a business and they might come to buy some of your food. So, family and friends simply refers to all the people who you're related to and all of the people you are friends with. And we often use these two words together. You know, oh, invite your family and friends. It'll be fun. Invite everyone you know. Invite your family and friends. Coffee and donuts. So, again, this is very North American. I think the British equivalent might be tea and crumpets. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm very North American when I speak English but um let's see here. Coffee and donuts is something that I do like having at the same time. I don't drink coffee anymore but when I was a coffee drinker, it was always tempting to have coffee and a donut. Um sometimes at work, someone has a birthday and they buy everyone coffee and donuts. So, again, very North American. I think in different parts of the world, there are other drinks and foods that go together as snacks 
but here in Canada and certainly in the United States as well, uh coffee and donuts seem to go together. That's why we have coffee shops and donut shops. So, when we want coffee and a donut, we can just pop in and get one. Thunder and lightning. So, thunder and lightning again um is something that goes together. Tonight, we might have a storm and there will be lots of thunder and lightning. Um we don't often say lightning and thunder. It's kind of weird how a lot of these have kind of a natural order. You know, there was a huge storm last night. There was lots of thunder and lightning. I could say there was lots of lightning and thunder but it doesn't roll off my tongue the same way. So, again, something that happens during a storm. Lightning is certainly the bright flash of electrical energy that comes down and thunder is the boom bada boom bada boom noise that you hear afterwards. Problems and solutions. <laughs> so, problems and solutions. It's nice when these two go together. When you have a problem, it's nice to have a solution. So, again, a problem is something that you need to figure out like how are we going to get to work if we don't have a vehicle today? So, that was a problem that we had because our van is in the garage but the solution is that my school is closed today so I don't have to go to my school. I'll talk more about that later. So, it's always nice when you have problems. Uh no, sorry. It's not nice to have problems. It's always nice to have solutions when you have problems. It's not nice to have problems although it is part of life, isn't it? Cup and saucer. So, this is something I don't do. Let me make this a little bigger. Um when I have a cup of tea, I don't put a saucer underneath. I usually just grab a mug or a cup and I put my tea in it and I just put the cup right on the table and when we visit Jen's parents, they often will have uh, a cup and saucer. So, they'll have something to put the cup on. I think depending on how fancy you are when you drink your tea or coffee, uh you might or might not put a saucer underneath kind of to protect the table that you're putting the cup on. Nuts and bolts. So, if you put two pieces of wood together, you can use nails. If you put two pieces of metal together, you can use nuts and bolts. The bolt is the longer thing with the thread The nut is the smaller thing that you can put onto the bolt. So, sometimes I guess even with wood, if you drill a hole through two pieces of metal or if you drill a hole through two pieces of wood, you can put a bolt through and then you can turn a nut onto the end. You can screw a nut onto the end. Two different verbs there but nuts and bolts definitely go together for sure. So, this is an interesting one. Depending on where you are from, in Canada or the United States. You might like peanut butter and jam sandwiches or you might like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We never say jam and peanut butter. We never say jelly and peanut butter. It's always peanut butter and jam or peanut butter and jelly. Now, jam and jelly are very similar. Jam is made from fruit. Jelly is made from more of the juice from the fruit but they are both, you know, semi semi solid. That's not a nice way to describe food. It's a spreadable fruit, a sweet spreadable fruit um concoction that you can put on a sandwich but it tastes really good with peanut butter. In fact, this phrase is so common, peanut butter and jam, peanut butter and jelly that we just call them PB and J. Um I'm gonna have a few PB and J sandwiches for lunch. Um so, definitely something that I think is yummy. I say peanut butter and jam and again, we don't ever reverse it. Um could I have a jam and peanut butter sandwich? Just sounds really weird. 
to my ears. Pen and paper. So, pen and paper naturally go together. Even in our world of printers and photocopiers and all that kind of uh, stuff, we still sometimes need pen and paper. Um sometimes I'll say to Jen, hey, let's make a grocery list. I'll grab I'll grab a pen and some paper. Um or I'll grab pen and paper. We'll sit down and we'll write down what we need to buy at the grocery store. Um still a pretty standard thing um to grab a pen and paper when you need to make a list. When you need to um kind of write down a few things so that you don't forget them. Yesterday when I brought my van to the garage, I grabbed a pen and paper and I wrote down oil change take snow tires off. So, I used pen and paper to make a list of the work that needed to be done on my van. Soap and water. We've heard this one a lot over the last two and over two years. Soap and water is a good way to wash up or to wash your hands. Um when you have water, it doesn't quite clean your hands all the way but when you use soap and water, it cleans your hands really well. So, we often will have signs now that say, please wash your hands with soap and water. Um please wash your hands frequently with soap and water. Um a very common thing right now in the world. Um still asking people to stay about two meters apart and still asking people to wash their hands with soap and water frequently as they go through the day. Track and field. So, uh we had an Olympics recently. Uh not the winter Olympics by the way but the one before that in the summer and there are events that take place that are called track and field. When you run the hundred meter dash, it's called a track event. When you do something like shot put, it's a field event but track and field is something that naturally goes together. The reason I thought about this one is one of my children was at a track and field meet uh the other day. So, they are on a track and field team and they went to a track and field meet which is when a whole bunch of schools get together and compete in track events and field events. But these two words very often go together in English. Track and field. Rest and relaxation. They say that in order to be healthy and in order to be happy, you should have a a good the proper amount of rest and relaxation. Um rest is of course things like taking a nap, Uh, just laying down and looking at clouds. Um I'm usually just thinking rest is taking a nap. Relaxation is maybe reading a book or doing something where you don't need to spend a lot of energy. We've actually shortened this phrase. It's so common in English that we just call it R&R. Um sometimes you need some rest and relaxation. You need a little bit of R&R but again, rest would be anything where you're having a nap uh, or just doing nothing. Just kind of sitting And watching boats go by on a lake would be considered rest and relaxation. Um and relaxation, I guess watching boats go by is both, isn't it? You're sitting and resting. Let's say it this way. Rest is when you're laying down, either having a nap or just laying down or sitting down. You're not walking or running or jumping and relaxation is anything that makes you feel at peace. Bird watching, um reading a book, all of those kinds of things. Lock and key. So, when you lock something, you usually have a key. There's usually a lock and we even have the phrase uh it's under lock and key. So, you could say where is the where is the suitcase with the million dollars in it? And then on the TV show, if someone said that, they might say, oh, it's back at my house under lock and key. It means that 
it's somewhere where there's a lock and they used a key to lock the lock. So, when something is under lock and key, it means it's locked and the words lock and key quite often uh, are seen together in English. I saw this one earlier in the chat. Someone mentioned bed and breakfast. So, a bed and breakfast is actually a place. A bed and breakfast is a house where the people who live there will rent out bedrooms, the bed part for you to sleep in and every morning they will give you breakfast. So, you obviously pay money to go to a bed and breakfast but if Jen and I went on a trip, we could decide to stay in a hotel or we could stay at a bed and breakfast. When you stay at a bed and breakfast, they give you a bedroom. There's a bed. When you get up in the morning, you go to the kitchen or dining area and they feed you breakfast. So, bed and breakfast is an actual type of business over here uh, in Canada and in the United States and I'm sure in many parts of the world and it might just have a slightly different name. Research and development. This is something that companies, that businesses, that organizations do in order to become better. They want to become smarter. They want to know more things. They want to do things in a more efficient way. So, they will do research. When you do research, you might study another organization or business that does the same thing as you. You might analyze how your production works. You might look at how people spend their time at work. You're doing research. You're collecting data. And then development is when you take that research and you decide to do something in a new way or to do something new with your business. So, businesses and organizations are often doing research and development. We even do this as teachers. We have special meetings called R&D which stands for research and development where we look at new ways to teach and we develop ways or plan on using those new ways in our classroom. Macaroni and cheese. This is I think very North American. I know originally this is probably an Italian dish but what we eat in North America is doesn't resemble that as much anymore. Macaroni and cheese would be small noodles, small pasta noodles. They're usually curved. We call them elbow macaroni uh cooked and then mixed with cheese. It is a very common dish in North America. It comes in a box. Again, if you are Italian and you haven't ever had mac and cheese or macaroni and cheese in North America, you might be shocked. It's not the healthiest way. (laughs) It's not the healthiest way to eat it. Uh sorry, it's not the healthiest recipe but mac and cheese is the short form and it's so popular from one company called uh that calls it Kraft Dinner that we also call it KD. Um but yes, it's basically little elbow macaronis, noodles, elbow pasta mixed with cheese and again, it's called macaroni and cheese. The short form is mac and cheese and we do not call it cheese and macaroni. That just sounds funny. If we are making this for our kids, we usually say, do you guys want macaroni and cheese tonight or do you want mac and cheese? We I don't think I've ever in my life said, do you want cheese and macaroni tonight? That doesn't sound normal at all. Needle and thread. So, we also when we have to fix something, we might need to use needle and thread. So, when you have a hole in your clothes, you might say, oh, I'm gonna need needle and thread 
I'm gonna need a needle and thread to fix this. Do you know where the needle and thread is? So, in our house, I've sewn buttons back on. So, when you do that, you need a needle and thread. But when something has a hole in it, I'm usually not the one to fix it. Usually, uh someone else in the house with more skills will do that. But uh needle and thread is a very common word pair to see in English. Socks and shoes. <laughs> this is an interesting one because we're often telling our kids that they need to wear socks and shoes when they go to school. Uh sometimes kids just wanna wear shoes with no socks but uh I think I'm pretty sure our schools have a rule that you need to wear socks and shoes. Um socks and shoes it's another thing where if someone's going somewhere you're usually like do you got your socks and shoes? Do you have socks and shoes? Uh do you have clean clothes? Do you have socks and shoes? It's a common thing to go together. Again, a sock is something you put on your foot. It's uh just made out of fabric and then a shoe of course is what you wear on a daily basis. Table and chairs. So, table and chairs, I'm not sure why. You almost always refer to table and chairs together when you're talking about it like uh oh, our kitchen, uh, we wanna replace the table and chairs or we're gonna buy table and chairs to put outside on the patio or on the deck. Uh oh, you have a nice uh, set of table uh, a nice table and chair set. It's very, very cool. It's made out of wood or something like that but often people will say um yeah, we just need to move a few things. Uh we got all of the um we moved in the beds. We moved in the furniture. Uh we just have to move in the table and chairs yet for the kitchen. Um often these two things go together in English. Fish and chips. I think I saw this one in the chat too. I think someone was guessing a lot of these are food related. Well, not a lot. About half of them but fish and chips definitely are often said together in English. When you go to a certain kind of restaurant, if you order fish, you might order fish and chips. Chips in this case are actually what we call french fries but in some parts of the world, they would call those chips. It's fried potatoes. Fish and chips is generally deep fried in oil. So, they have very hot oil and they batter the fish. They put like uh some flour, egg and flour on the outside or another mixture and then they'll put it into the hot oil and the french fries or chips are also put into the oil uh and so you get what's called fish and chips. Again, in Canada, we call this fish and chips but if you ordered the chip part separately, you would probably just call them french fries. I know in the UK, they call those chips sometimes but here, Chips are actually potato chips that come in a bag. I think in Britain, they call them crisps but these would be fish and chips if you're in a fish and chips restaurant but if you were somewhere else and there was no fish, we would call them french fries. I hope that made sense to you. Uh two flavors that go together are sweet and sour. When we order Chinese food, we often will order sweet and sour chicken or sweet and sour pork. It is delicious. It's a, f- a really cool flavor combination because you have the kind of the sourness of things like pineapple and other things in there but the sweetness of you know the sauce usually has a little bit of sugar or brown sugar in it. Not sure of the details. Please don't get angry if I'm describing sweet and sour wrong but it's certainly a mixture of 
different ingredients that have a sour taste with ingredients that are very, very sweet and it just makes it super, super tasty. It's one of my favorite things to eat. Uh, sweet and sour pork, sweet and sour chicken are super, super yummy. And then <laughs> I thought it was funny yesterday because as I was making this lesson, um, we were talking about whether is it, you know, pizza and wings or is it beer and pizza or pizza and beer? Like, we were trying to figure out what's the most common and I and Jen was like, it's pizza and wings. Like, do you wanna get pizza and wings? And so, then we went out to get pizza and the place we went to, this is from yesterday, the front sign actually said twice the deal, pizza and wings. So, pizza and wings are two common types of fast food in North America. Obviously, pizza is a big round thing with cheese and tomato sauce and pepperoni and other things and wings are actually chicken wings. They're really small uh pieces of chicken and usually they're they have a really yummy sauce on them. So, it's very common for people in North America. If you have a party and you're watching um like a basketball game or a football game, you might order pizza and wings. That's a very common thing to order to have delivered to your house if you're having a small party. Chips and salsa. Again, this is very North American. Again, this is a North American lesson. When I was a kid, we didn't eat chips and salsa. It was not common but over the last 40 years in North America, eating tortilla chips with salsa, either like a red salsa or a green salsa has become very, very common. Any party I go to, if I go to someone's house to watch a football game, if I have, if we have a party at school for someone's birthday, there is a high likelihood that there will be chips and salsa there. It is delicious. Um the salsa can be mild, medium or hot. There's different levels of spiciness or heat but chips and salsa are definitely a very common thing. In fact, if you go somewhere and they order pizza and wings, you've probably already been eating chips and salsa before that. So, in North America, um we have to thank our friends in Mexico for creating um I'm sure it's very Americanized now but chips and salsa um thank you for that gift. Um my friends way down to the south in North America. Now, I'm sure people from other parts of the world will claim they invented it and maybe I don't even know who invented it but it's yummy. You should try it. Milk and cookies. Again, I think a very I'm gonna say a very North American thing but maybe not. People often when they have a chocolate chip cookie, they like to have a glass of milk with it. For some reason, chocolate chip cookies in particular taste really, really good when you have them with milk. Um you can also eat Oreo cookies with milk but milk and cookies is a very common thing uh, that goes together um when you're having a snack. Um I like milk and cookies but um I don't know if you knew this. I can't actually drink milk. It makes me sick. So, I drink almond milk with my cookies. So, if someone makes fresh cookies in our house. I sometimes will have almond milk cookies but milk and cookies definitely. Law and order. When you live in a country, you want it to be a safe place. You want to be able to go about your day without being afraid of criminals or crime or bad things happening to you. So, you want to make sure there's law and order. I don't know why we put these two together. Law would refer to the fact that there are 
different rules in society for how you're allowed to behave. You can't just take something without paying for it. There's a law against that. An order means that when you go somewhere, you can expect things to happen in a normal polite way. Um people aren't going to speed. There's going to be the laws are going to create a certain kind of behavior which is orderly. So, it's nice to live somewhere where there's law and order. Burger and fries. This is another I think very North American thing. Um and I have to go back and talk about in the chat. Someone said that chips and salsa is originally from South America. So, maybe the chips and south the chips and salsa have been slowly coming up north for many many years. Um but that was from Diana. She says chips and salsa are originally from South America and other Latino countries. So, anyways, thank you. They're yummy wherever they're from. Uh we also in North America, we eat a lot of burgers and fries. It's pretty common when you're going to have a burger to have fries with it or french fries. Especially if you're buying it from a restaurant. If you order a hamburger in a restaurant, it most likely comes with fries. When you go to McDonald's or a fast food restaurant, you would need to order it separately but often people will say, you know, I'll have a cheeseburger and with fries. Cheeseburger and a small fry uh, or something like that. Definitely, they go together quite often over here in North America and I'm sure this is spreading to other parts of the world as well. I like to have fries when I have a burger. Cream and sugar. So, when you drink coffee in particular, you will most likely put cream and sugar in it if that's how you like to have it. Remember, we talked about in Canada, a double-double is when you have two like you put twice as much cream in and two scoops of sugar into your coffee. If you order a coffee in Canada and order a double-double, it has two creams and two sugars in it. Um but super yummy when you have cream and sugar in your coffee. Now, if you drink tea, you might put milk and sugar in but definitely when you have coffee, if you are looking to add something to it, cream is a very common thing to put in as well as sugar. If you are going to uh rest and relax, if you need some rest and relaxation like we talked about earlier, you will most likely do it wearing jeans and a t-shirt. These two words very often go together when people talk about um after work or the weekend. Oh, I can't wait to get home from work and just change into some jeans and a t-shirt and sit around on the couch or I love working from home because I can just wear jeans and a t-shirt. So, again, a t-shirt is a white shirt. I don't often wear them in my videos. Sorry, it doesn't have to be white. A t-shirt is a very simple shirt. There's a hole for your head and a hole for each arm and short sleeves. This man is wearing a t-shirt and jeans are blue pants made out of what's called denim but definitely if you are going to relax, you will most likely uh take off your formal work attire. If you're wearing a suit uh or you're wearing a dress or a skirt or some sort of um common work clothes, when you get home, you probably will change into jeans and a t-shirt if that's what you like to wear to relax. Fun and games. So, we often will say that there's going to be a lot of fun and games somewhere. Um so, when you go especially to a fair or a festival, you could say, oh, there's just lots of fun and games. So, there's fun things to do and there might even be games to play. There's a lot of fun and games. Horse and rider go together. Um a lot of times 
a lot of times, a lot of times around here, there are certain trails where you can ride your horse and there will be signs that say something like um horse and rider must be aware of pedestrians at all times or uh horse and rider crossing those kinds of things. So, when you talk about horses, you almost always talk about the rider that goes with it. And then the last one here, I have three things, sun, moon and stars. The things that you see in the sky that are I guess further away than clouds because there's clouds as well but you will also often say, oh, I bought a nice bracelet and it has the sun, moon and stars on it or I like looking at the sky. I love the sun, moon and stars. I love watching the sunrise or the sunset. I like walking at night and seeing the moon and stars but definitely when you're talking about the things that are in the night sky and the daytime sky, we often will say the sun, moon and stars at the same time. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.